The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, the Minister for Integration has said people should not protest outside the living quarters of asylum seekers. Our chief reporter, Barry White, joins us now to talk about this issue. These calls, Barry, were made, of course, in the wake of those East Wall protests in Dublin. Hi, Kieran. Good evening. Yeah, so the Minister for Integration, Roderick O'Gorman, made these comments earlier this morning at a press conference. And I suppose to put it into context, as we've heard on the show this week, there were a number of protests in East Wall uh, last weekend and on Monday night. And people are protesting against what they say is the number of male asylum seekers who were moved into the old ESB building in the area. The building is being used as emergency accommodation and will eventually be able to accommodate, according to the, the department, 380 asylum seekers. While also, Karen, there are, there are plans for another protest in Wicklow Town on Saturday after a number of families there were moved out of the direct provision centre in the town to alternative accommodation and replaced by single men. And Minister Roderick O'Gorman says today, while people have a right to protest, they shouldn't be doing it outside where asylum seekers are being accommodated. People are entitled to protest in our country, but I suppose people can consider where they protest. Uh, again, I, I, I would say I, I think people shouldn't protest outside of outside of the, the, the living quarters of individuals because that can be highly in, in intimidating, yes. Amber, you spent a bit of time in East Wall today as well, where these protests got a huge amount of attention. I mean, how representative are they of the local community? I think it's hard to know. Like, I was there on Monday night and the first question I asked people before I spoke to them was, where are you from? And yeah, for the most part, most people were from East Wall or Ballybock or the wider area. And there was around 500 people at Monday night's protest. So it was a pretty big protest. However, thousands of people do live in the East Wall area. So... Is it representative? Who knows? Now, today, or at the protest, there was a lot of angry people as well, as you've heard here on the hard shoulder. However, today in Eastwell, I got a mixed reaction. Some people repeated some of the concerns we heard at that protest on Monday night, while others told me they thought the protests were driven by racism. And there was a lot of people from outside the area who came along to the protest, and they found this pretty disappointing. And here's just some of the people I spoke to today. It's not representative of the whole community or, or anything like that. I think there's probably two cohorts of people who've, who've engaged in the protest. The first is a very sort of, there's people who maybe have very legitimate grievances about the housing crisis and who may have been on housing lists and are seeing no material progress on that front and are extremely frustrated and angry. And, you know, their grievances are real they should be, but they're aiming it in the completely wrong direction and their anger is completely misguided at what are another even more vulnerable group, namely asylum seekers. So in terms of those protests, they should be taking these into Kildare Street, into Leinster House, at people with meaningful kind of decision-making power. The second cohort is a very sort of sinister group who are trying to stir up hate they're not necessarily from East Wall they're outsiders who we've seen come in on nearly buses on, on Saturday and they're trying to nearly exploit the fears of the former group um, and I think that's the really worrying thing and when you have chance to get them out what's completely missing there is any degree of compassion and any degree of empathy You told me you live very close to this old ESB building yeah. 
Do you have any issue with asylum seekers being moved into it? I, I don't. The, the only concerns I'd say I'd have is that Eastwall was not told about what was happening. And the annoyance of people knowing that, um, you know, the councillors and stuff like that, Nile Ring and the whole lot, they all knew about what was happening. And Eastwall didn't have a clue what was going on. And there's concerns that all these asylum seekers are not uh, vetted by the police. So they could be anybody. And that's the main concerns of the people around Eastwall. I've heard some people say, but anybody who comes into Ireland isn't vetted. And asylum seekers don't have to be vetted under the Geneva Convention. That's very true. That's very true. All I know is that when I was waiting on a job in a crash, I had to wait two months before I actually got guard vetted before I actually got the job. So that that was, you know, to see where I came from, who I was, and whether I was safe enough to work with children. But these people are worried about their kids. There's a block of apartments right at the back of this where there's kids all the time. They're worried about these asylum seekers. Who are they? Where are they from? with their kids going around and what the story is, you know. All right, different views there. I mean, she said it herself. She's waited two months for her vetting. I'm not sure why people suggest that they should what, just float around in the Irish Sea for a couple of months until we vet everybody. Anyway, uh, listen, you asked Roderick O'Gorman, I understand as well, Barry, about this issue of men only being housed here. Because that was the concern that a lot of people raised. You know, I wouldn't mind if it was families, yeah, yeah. but it's only men. Yeah, Kieran, did. And look, whether or not this is a legitimate concern by the protesters, I'm not sure. But at the minute, it's my understanding that there are around 80 male asylum seekers being accommodated in Eastwall, while in Wicklow Town there are 191 men being accommodated in the Grand Hotel in the town. And there's been, look, there's similar protests and grievances in both these places. So I asked Minister Roderick O'Gorman about this this morning, and he said males make up the majority of asylum seekers who come to this country. In fact, according to the Asylum Information Database, around 65% of asylum seekers who arrived here in Ireland last year were male. And it's my understanding that figure could be even higher in 2022. And Minister Gorman told me there is a need here to accommodate men and that's why we have male-only centres. A majority of international protection applicants are single males uh, and that's, I suppose, that, that is, the, is the necessity to, to provide uh, accommodation for them. Uh, as we know, um, we, we provide accommodation in, in, a, in a range of, uh, I suppose, formations, but um, just uh, particularly with the, with the particular uh, increases in, in, in arrivals uh, in the last year, uh, one of the formats in which we provide accommodation is, is uh, for, for male, male only. But we have to recall that, um, you know, men uh, suffer in war too across the world. Men are victims. Men are victims of torture. Men are victims of persecution. Men are killed in war. Uh, and it's not illegitimate for a man to use an international protection process. All right. That was the uh, minister speaking to you. Barry, you spoke as well to some of the asylum seekers who are actually living in East Wall this afternoon. What have they been telling you? Yeah, look, I spent a couple of hours in Eastwall today and I found it very interesting speaking to the asylum seekers who are living in this old ESB building in Eastwall. I suppose firstly, I must mention, these people I spoke to were too afraid to go on tape, so it gives you the kind of where they're at with their mind at the minute after these protests. So firstly, I spoke to one asylum seeker from Afghanistan. He told me he arrived in Ireland six weeks ago and he fled his home country because of the ongoing violence there. And he told me he had actually family members who were killed by the Taliban. So he says he came to Ireland for safety, although he said he is now questioning whether it's safe here after seeing the protests and hearing people chant get them out earlier this week. 
Uh, I also spoke to another asylum seeker from Tunisia. He told me that the old ESB building is no paradise. He said he's been sleeping on a mattress on a cold floor there, while for the six weeks prior to arriving in Eastwall, he was sleeping on a chair in City West. While I also spoke to a Georgian asylum seeker today, he told me he has no idea what's going on. He says he arrived here a few weeks ago. Um, Firstly, he was being accommodated in City West, and then he was moved to Eastwall. He said he has no idea if Eastwall is temporary or permanent, and he says when he was moved from City West to Eastwall, it was just a matter of someone coming in at night time and saying, look, you'll be moved from here to somewhere else. And he also told me today that he found the protests intimidating and he has no idea why people are protesting. And he said he just came here for a better life and he doesn't want any trouble. Yeah, listen, loads of text, Barry, coming in, as you'd expect. Kieran, we voted these politicians in. Their job is to serve the Irish people and we'll protest wherever we like. My daughter's on a housing list for 10 years, which, look, that is awful for your daughter to be caught in limbo like that. But as Barry just told us, they're moving from a chair in City West to the floor in this old ESB building. I mean, comparing that to people on the housing list. Yeah, like would that woman's daughter want to be living or sleeping on a cold mattress in an old office block on a cold floor? Like I doubt it. Hi Kieran and Barry on the refugee protest there seems to be a bias against single men for some reason as a nation we've emigrated for centuries and for the most part it was usually single men who left the country first and somebody else says Ireland has made a noble effort to accommodate Ukrainian and other refugee groups and rightly so but there's no shame in saying to the world that we've reached our limit it is worse to pretend we have no limit for the sake of some grand act of national virtue signalling and that is a legitimate point and it is well made except I would point out that some of the people protesting explicitly said they wouldn't have an issue if it was Ukrainians but it was all these other people coming in I mean if that isn't signalling the fact that your problem is the colour of their skin rather than the fact that resources are finite in this country we've reached a limit I don't know what is so I'm not sure I buy that that is why people were protesting anyway 53106 is the text from our chief reporter Barry White Barry thanks a million uh, for all of that The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk.